Welcome to Sports Movie Minute Podcast, Space Jam Edition. The podcast where we discuss the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. And this is minute 69. My boyfriend would say nice here because <laughs> he's a child. But all men are, you know, and it starts with Bill Murray to the rescue. It's such a perfect introduction to the minute. And it ends with a Bill Murray motivational self-talk. <laughs> and for the first time, I did not prepare a danged thing. I got nothing. Hmm. There's nothing I even want to talk about. Wow, this is, this is going to be interesting. Uh, if I'm leading this conversation <laughs> the whole time. Uh, question for you. Okay. It's not true. I've got two A guessing years, question for you, first of all. Um, Bill Murray's question. net worth. What do you reckon oh, he's worth? Oh, good God. What do I reckon Bill Murray is worth? Um, okay, I'm, I, get, I get three guesses and you're going to say higher or lower. Mm-hmm. Okay, but first, is it in the hundreds of millions? It is. That's okay. Is it... 236. Lower. Uh, 174. Lower. Uh, hundreds for the record. Hmm. Um, 113. 142. Um, What's been his biggest earner? Do you know? I don't know. Ghostbusters? I suspect Ghostbusters. So we get a Dan Aykroyd reference at the start of this minute as well. You know, here's a funny fact. That confused me until I was an adult. Oh, really? Because I knew it was Bill Murray. And when he said, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd is in this picture, I was like, is it Dan? Like it confused <laughs> me. And every single time I watched it, like as a kid and honestly, even as a teenager, I was like, is it Bill Murray? Is it Dan Aykroyd? Was very confused. Hmm. Uh, do you think Dan Aykroyd was pretty chuffed uh, to get a reference in Space Jam? I don't know. Are he and Bill Murray actually friends in real life? Uh, I don't know. Questionable. Wait, wasn't there a drama? Who are we talking about with Bill Murray? I think there was Lost in Translation set where they were just like, nah, he's a bit of a not very much fun to work with. Yeah, interesting. We should really do some research on... See what happens when I don't prepare? Uh, Bill Murray. I wonder what happens. Bill Murray uh, behind the camera. Uh, what he's like to work with. How We did look at that. He's not easy to work with. Mm. I remember that. Mm. I just don't remember what his relationship was like with Dan Aykroyd. Um, yeah. We Sorry, peeps. I've had a real long day today. I've been doing a lot of talking all day. And so I'm <laughs> kind of over it. I'm hoping that Christopher will just... Pick up the slack. Yeah, well, I um, had a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. But firstly, did you have uh, anything that you wanted to raise first? I do have two comments. Sure. What hat is he wearing? Just a base where I I can't. Do we ever get to see what the logo on the hat is? Yeah, it's like a white S. So I had two theories, Hmm. which were the Seattle Mariners and the Chicago White Sox. But that's not their logo. The White Sox, no. No, and it's not the Mariners logo either. No. So I can't figure it out. Yeah, it looks like a white S. That's what I think it is. You can see it pretty clearly. Mm. Maybe it's I just also a love random that, hat. I also love that he plays in that hat. <laughs> um, I mean, there's mopeds and bombs going off, so a baseball hat is the least of our problems. And he's got the, he's got the red shirt, T-shirt going underneath. Do you have, so I have feelings about... Um, the old T-shirt under the basketball singlet. 
I are you going like to share it. them? Oh. No, I don't like it <laughs> because I don't know. I just like I would never do it in a game because I just don't feel like, feel like it's uncomfortable and I just don't like the look anyway. But yeah, maybe it was more of a popular thing in the 1990s, particularly. Um, I love that when you don't understand something, your go-to is, oh, it was the 90s. No, it's true. <laughs> it's like, it's just fine. It's totally fine. Factual statement. Um, Sorry, do you, do you have sniffly today. Any thoughts on that? Um, okay. First of all, I don't like it either. I don't. Good. It's, it's, it's not cute. It's a daggy look. It is really daggy. And so... I've actually only gotten on board with layering very, very recently, like across all mm. facets of clothing, because obviously, and I talk about this all the time being from Hawaii, but let's face it, it's one of the only interesting things about me. You don't need to wear very much clothing full stop no. and you sure as heck don't need to layer. And when I went to school on the East coast, that was actually really hard. And all of my friends who grew up on the East Coast were just like, layering is very easy. You just put on multiple layers. I'm like, yeah, but then you have to take off multiple layers. And it's just, and I hate it. I've only gotten on board with it very, very recently. Yeah, I'm not a massive layer person. Minimal. Well, minimalistic when it comes to clay. Well, I mean, we live in Australia now, so layering is not a huge thing. And yeah, also, I mean, six months of the year, you're a boy. You can wear shorts, t-shirt, and no shoes. <laughs> six, six months is a bit generous. Uh, Come September, is it? It's, I don't know. I've got no sense of time. Anymore. Global warming as well. Don't forget about global warming. Absolutely, absolutely. COVID has made sure that I have no sense of time. Hmm. Are days of the week even real? It's tough to know. Hmm. Um, but I wonder if that was who decided to put. Uh, Bill in a t-shirt. It wasn't Marlene, was it? It better not have been Marlene. She's got too much taste for that. I'm going to assume because, well, I think we earlier incorrectly attributed the umbrella hat to Marlene, whereas that's actually Bill Murray's own hat. Mm, Well, I wonder, hopefully it wasn't his choice to wear the t-shirt. I feel like it had to have been Mm. because... He didn't want to show off the... The guns. The guns. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to keep those under wraps is, yeah, that's what I would have to think. Yeah, but not a fan. I don't mind. I've recently gotten on board with, uh, like, skins under jerseys. Mm. Those I've recently gotten on board with. And I've only recently gotten on board with a long sleeves like, AFL jersey. Mm. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's freaking cold, man. Like, I'm okay. But as soon as you start running around, you warm up. So it's just, like, unnecessary, I reckon. So, like, cricket where you stand out there, not necessarily moving a lot. Some some of them don't move as much as others. True. Don't I? You know I will not be judging how people control their temperature. I I put the heater on when it's seventy degrees out. I don't tell me whether or not I can be cold. <laughs> Live my life. Um, and the other comment that I had was on Lola Bunny. Hmm. This is I'm disappointed in her in this minute. Uh why? Thank you for asking. I'll tell you. It's because when Bill Murray comes in, he starts, he inexplicably thinks that he's now captain coach, not captain coach, player coach. Well, actually, yes, I'll say captain coach. And he starts setting up the play and they're as though they're playing offense when they're actually on defense. Hmm. And Lola goes with it. 
Which is really, exactly. You know better, Lola. You know you're on defense. Say something. Don't just buy into what Dan Aykroyd has to say for himself. (laughs) Yeah, speak. (laughs) So I was was disappointed in her. Was not impressed. She knew better. And she should have said something. 100%. Um, That's all I had. Did you know actually that so Bill Murray's son, I don't know if he still is, but he was a assistant coach at Louisville basketball. I did not know that. Mm. So, because uh, I saw some article about Bill Murray changing his college basketball allegiances. That's basically because he's just following where his son goes. But, Who was it before? Uh, it's a very good question, which we will answer next week. <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, well, are you? Or do you mean that he he's a coach and he goes to different schools now, and so that's what? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, rather I'm, than I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Um, so that was a fun little fact that I, I wanted to throw out there. Um, but my other thought um, for today is uh, obviously Bill makes a comment that he doesn't play defense. Um, I only play defense. Sorry. I only play defense. No, I said don't play defense. I said I. Oh yeah, I was Kayla, like, whoa. Kayla Ramaskol only plays defense. Yeah, you're a you're a hustler. I'd imagine when on the basketball court, get up in people's face. Yeah, and but well, but we we've already established. I don't, yeah, we've I talked don't, about you on the sporting I don't play team field court before. Sports. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it got me thinking about uh, defense and kind of, I guess, the worst defensive players in the NBA because I think there's probably a few good examples of players who wouldn't openly say this, but everyone knows they don't play defense. You don't think that they'd admit that they don't play defense? I think they would to a certain extent, but they wouldn't admit that they just don't care about defense. Mm. Um, I feel like the whole NBA does not care about defense. Yes and no. Yes and no. So the most obvious one that gets mentioned a lot um, and there's a lot of evidence on YouTube to back up people's claims is uh, James Harden. James Harden, phenomenal player, phenomenal point scorer, phenomenal um, court vision, all that type of stuff. He doesn't put a lot of effort in in defense, it's fair to say sometimes, um, or he just doesn't maybe yeah, falls asleep a bit on the defensive end. Um, but that... That's one who gets called out a bit. Mm. Do you have a comment? I do not have a comment. I'm thinking. Um, but it's also like, I think the, the thing with the NBA as well is that there's players that turn it on and turn it off. So there's players who are probably much more consistently good with their defense and there's others like LeBron James's who are capable of playing very good defense, but don't necessarily bring that across a whole season as consistently as they may have like five or 10 years ago when they were younger. Defense isn't sexy. That's why. Yeah, correct. There's no, which sucks because I mean, I I know that you've got like your defensive player of the year and blah, 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 but it's, it's just not as glamorous. No one is like yes, are like your really good blocks, but let's be honest, everybody only really well, that's cares the flash, about, right? The only flashy defense play and... is the the big block, yeah, right? Exactly. There's not a heck of a lot. Like it's a it's a it's a worker bee. 
job. Well, interestingly, over the last few years, um, Giannis is an MVP winner slash candidate and also Defensive Player of the Year candidate, So, but he's also very young. So I feel like it's almost like once they get a bit older and they have maybe less energy to exert, the defense is kind of... <laughs> Know that it's get less sacrifice. energy to exert. I think it's once they get a little bit more famous and they get a little bit more bargaining power. That's true. Like you all the people that you're talking about, about, yeah, like your James Hardens and your LeBron Jameses, like, why would you play defense? You don't have to play defense. They're going to pay you the big bucks regardless. This is true. This is true. Um, what was I going to say? I had a. It's like a question. It's. I feel like that's a lot of a lot of your content and what you're going to say. <laughs> Yeah, it's a problem that I face uh, most days. Um, I saw an article, interesting article. Well, which, wait, sorry, sorry. Who else was on your list? You just, just my James personal Harden? list. Yeah, your personal list. Um, well, I found an article which um, purely so this is purely based on stats, which I think is um, a little bit unfair because I feel like uh, the losing because it's based on like. Plus minus, you know, plus minus score. So when this player is on the court. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And so, so explain it to the listeners. We, yeah, have, so we have non-basketball fans. We do, we do. I apologize. So it's basically the points differential. So um, when you're on the court, uh, <clears throat> how many teams are your point? Is your team scoring relative to how many teams is your uh, how, many how many points, points is your, your team teams <laughs> conceded? It was like how many teams your points scoring? That's an interesting. So if stat. we on the minutes that I'm on the basketball court, if we on average um, scoring, they do it per whatever minutes I think. But say if it's per thirty minutes, if on average our team's scoring hundred points and the other team's scoring ninety points, it would be a plus ten. Plus yeah. minus differential. And so it basically averaged out a couple of those metrics uh, that are slightly different to each other. And it came up with this list. And there's three Washington services of current players, three Washington Wizards on this list, and which is they're probably one of the worst teams in the NBA. So it seems oh, to be, it makes sense. Yeah, it skews towards teams that lose a lot because yeah. they just generally concede points. But so. Bradley Bill is one of those, which was a little bit surprising. That is a little bit surprising. Uh, and then two other Wizards players, lesser known, Thomas Bryant, who's like their center, uh, and Rui Hachimura. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, but he's like their young, one of their younger draft picks. Uh, the small forward, Justin Jackson, plays for the Dallas. Doesn't play big minutes, but their point guard. Another guy that gets called out. Not playing defense a lot in the media, uh, Trey Young. I don't even know who Trey Young is. Trey Young is the point guard for the Atlanta Hawks. So he's oh, second season. So he was number two or three pick in the NBA drafts a couple of years ago. So I am not into the draft as I should be. As no. into the draft as I should be. Mm. No. Um, but yeah, and, and Bill Murray puts himself in that. Yeah, he puts his betties. You know, I'm going to influence the game on the offensive end of the court, but I don't play defense. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but in reality, he would have a positive impact in your plus-minus stats mm. based on 
the minute that he plays. But we'll get into box scores later. Yeah, he's very like successful. A, uh, a great conversation mm. for a future minute. Um, <clears throat> there was also something that I saw ranking the worst defensive teams of all time. Of all time in the NBA, so they came up with this system. So, um, based upon defensive rating, so how many points a team allows per hundred possessions, but yeah. then to kind of account for context, they did it um, based on um, the average defensive rating for the season divided by that individual team's defensive rating. That makes sense. It does. It does. I'm um, yes. Yeah. I, I I may take some issues with this. Anyway, that that system, but I'm sure that they have a. Where, where was this article? I believe it might have been a Bleacher Report article. Okay, well then I'm going to be okay with it. Bleacher Report, I tend to be. They love this Bleacher Report, which is why they get a very good run on this podcast. They love a good listicle. <laughs> I love a good listicle, frankly. Yeah. Listicle. Yeah. I like that. You, you, are you sure that you are is that a millennial? A, is that a list? Like, are you article, positive? Is that an article list? Yes. Oh, because it's the combination of the word list and article, listicle. I um, get it. Honest I understand. to God. Honest to God. So I recently was watching a video and it said, when you're, um, when you're 85, would you rather have the mind of a 30-year-old or the body of a 30-year-old? Are you confident that you've not done a deal with the devil where you're actually 85 in the body of a 30-year-old? Maybe. Because Maybe. I thought of you when I heard that question. Maybe. That's a very good chance. I'm worried about you. I want to reveal. Um, anyway, the, so this is the three worst. So Mystical. Without oh. further ado. Without, sorry. Uh, the 1988-99 LA Clippers who had... Players who I did not even know or recognize. So an upset. <laughs> 2005-6 Seattle Supersonics. Now, the concerning thing for you is, was Ray, Ray Allen, Allen was on, on that, that roster? Yeah, yeah. That's before he got traded to Boston. He is not a defensive player. He's not. Exactly. So not surprising. And the last one, number one worst NBA, worst defensive team of all time. I hope it's a current... No. I hope it's from this season. <laughs> 1998-99 Denver Nuggets. So there's some serious bad defense going on in 1998-99. Who's on that team? Uh, players that you would know. Sean C. Billups. Oh. Yeah. Not a good defensive player, apparently. Yeah. Um, and a few others. We won't get into it. Uh, oh, sorry. Nick Van Exel. You may know as well. I do not know who that is. Uh, I feel like there was a lot going on in the world in 98 and 99. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like whenever I'm looking at lists or listicles, there's always something going uh, on in 98 or 99. Pretty much always. Yeah, it was an interesting time. Interesting time to be alive, as they say. But either way, let's put Lola Bunny on that list because the woman doesn't even know when she's on offense or defense. So... Offended. And Very that's much all so. I have to say. Yeah, so about that. Yeah, well, I unless you have anything else, I think we're we're setting up for um, this minute's just really setting up the big potential big the, big play yeah, coming the up. Next so few few minutes. We won't uh, stew on it for too long. Let's not. 
Uh, so without further ado, I'm saying that for the second time this podcast, you, and I you, like you it. On, you go on themes, you know, you, you do you, Pikachu. I'm a theme type of person. Yep, sure. Um, we'll go to quote time. Uh, so today, I thought it was quite appropriate that we go for a quote from Bill Murray, um, talking about what it was like to work with Michael Jordan on the Space Jam. It was fun to play with him and goof around. It made it easier to shoot the scenes. It took a little while with him, but he's a delightful person when you get to know him. 